This first reading today has always been an intriguing one for me. It's this, I think it's just this image of Moses up on a hill overlooking his people in battle, realizing that as long as he kept his hands raised, uh, his people had the better of the fight. Now I would think it maybe initially would be pretty cool at the beginning, uh, what it must have felt like to actually have that kind of effect just simply by raising one's hands. But eventually, as we heard in our gospel, just that feeling of even holding your hands up for a little while, it can get a little bit tiring somewhat quickly. And even just the consequences of that for Moses himself. Something that is seemingly so easy to just hold your hands up, to hold your arms up, to assist your people in battle. As we know, something like that can get harder and harder as time goes on. Something, again, so simple, but learning quickly that our own power, our own abilities eventually dry up and they gradually become weaker. You know, all Moses has to do is hold up his hands, but he struggles in even doing this. So he needs to sit down and eventually he needs other people to hold up his arms to support the Israelites in battle. Now, of course, we know Moses could have tried to just simply keep his hands up without any assistance. He could have tried to just say, I've got this on my own. I'm fine. I don't need any help. But no, he had to surrender to God if he was going to accomplish anything, or at least to surrender to the people that were around him, assisting him and lifting him up. Brothers and sisters, this idea of surrender, I think, is at the heart of our readings today. It was with Moses and even a little bit in our gospel, too. For Moses, at least, it involved him literally putting the physical weight of his arms into the arms and support of others. There's a literal surrender, a release almost. The muscles were previously tense and now they aren't. There's a letting go of, uh, it, that, that is inherent to surrender. We almost stop trying, for lack of a better word, and simply let go of what we were trying to do and what we were trying to almost grasp. And the only way that Moses was going to keep going and allow his people to win in the battle was if he surrendered in this way. There's this irony that Moses achieved victory by surrender. But it is true. It's very true, in fact. This image of surrender, brothers and sisters, is so beautiful for the spiritual life. Because much like Moses, brothers and sisters, we are called to surrender over to God in so many ways and to lean on God and to lean on others to accomplish God's works. It's exactly how our spiritual lives should be. God wants us to lean on him. That is what he wants us to do. It can feel a little bit humiliating initially when even just standing or holding up our arms becomes difficult and we think, I can do that. I don't need any help. But the more we try to do it on our own, we find, the more difficult it becomes. And eventually we need the help of another, namely God our Father, to even do the simplest of things in the spiritual life. Maybe another interesting way that this is put into action in our own modern world, maybe take a look at the 12 steps of recovery whether it's alcohol, drugs, or sexual addiction, all the first three of those steps are quite interesting, in fact. 
First, to admit that we're powerless and that our lives are unmanageable. Come to believe that a power greater than ourselves can restore us to sanity. And then make a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God. Think of how many people over the decades have been relieved of life's burdens by embracing the surrender that's at the heart of those 12 steps. And think of the recovery and the healing for so many people that have taken place that only came about because of that first surrender to God. And while certainly not applied to addiction, again, Moses has to do these same things today. On his own, he is powerless, and he can't uphold his people on his own. He needs the help of another. And it is only by leaning on others and leaning on God that his people can actually thrive. But in order for us to find redemption and grace, we too need to surrender as Moses did. We are often burdened with so much in life, brothers and sisters, trying desperately to hold on and even hang on sometimes. And that effort at the end of the day can get exhausting. What burdens do I need to lay down at the foot of the cross? What sins, what flaws, what infirmities need to be let go of? God wants us even to put our physical weight into his hands. And into his arms, he will be there for us to provide strength, stability, and steadiness to support us in our frailty. So I think in the gospel, when Jesus asks, when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on earth? The answer is maybe perhaps. But I think it's maybe more important to ask, what will God find? What will the Son of Man find on this earth? He will find us, and he will find us weak. He will find weakness. He will find a lot of Moseses, so to speak. A lot of people who can't even keep their arms up in the battle. He'll find us weak, feeble, fallen, and broken. But God wants us to lean on him when we are weak, because he knows that's when we need it the most. Leaning on God is surrender, brothers and sisters, and that surrender is victory. I think a beautiful line or two, I think, that sums this all quite well. It's the words of maybe an old Presbyterian hymn that's famous, at least in the South, leaning on the everlasting arms. You may have heard of it a few times. It sums it up quite well for me. What a blessedness, what a peace is mine, leaning on the everlasting arms, safe and secure from all alarms, leaning, leaning on the everlasting arms.